Hi, I'm Grant Wall, and welcome to the Planet Football Podcast World Cup Daily. Day 26 of World Cup 2018 is done. It's an off day for World Cup games, but not an off day for us. Brian Strauss joins me today and every day from Russia through July 15th. Just a small request, it would be a huge help if you subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. It helps people find us. Onward! Let's bring in Brian Strauss from beautiful St. Petersburg. I don't know if it's actually beautiful today, but it seems to be a beautiful city. Um, I'm here in Moscow at uh, my home base. Brian, how are you? I'm all right. It is pretty nice. I, I've slowly started to um, escape uh, from my haunted hotel, and I've seen I've seen a, a few bits and pieces. Um, certainly very different from Moscow. Um the, the, the building facades are low and colorful and ornate, and it obviously has a very sort of continental feel to it. Um, it's it's kind of cloudy and cool, which I'm a big fan of. And uh, yeah, and then, then there's that uh, that shawarma place that I've mentioned a couple times, which is which has been tremendous and is the reason I have a shot at making it home alive. Good, good. Yeah. Um, yeah, Moscow's Moscow. We had another second straight day without games today, which is, you know, it's tough, man. Um we uh, we just re- finished recording our Fox World Cup Tonight show. It was Fernando Fiore's birthday. Uh, he's literally born on the Independence Day of Argentina, his home country. I was born on the Independence Day of Bolivia, which uh, starts with a B. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a fun show. We gave him a cake. Uh, we gave him presents, um, as you'll see tonight when the show airs. Oh, so you can't discuss you can't discuss the particulars of the birthday celebration. It's like that's like embargoed until the show airs. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's a, we're in a gray area here, um, dude. We're near the end of the World Cup. Screw it. Yeah. So we got him a birthday cake, uh, and there's a photograph on. You know, it's one of those photographs on the cake itself, and it's uh, are those he, edible? Can you eat the picture? Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, and it's a photograph of Diego Maradona giving double birds. Uh, to Nigerian fans, and that's where the actual two candles come out uh, of the birds. Did Fernando find this awesome? Oh yeah, he loved it. That's fantastic. Yeah, uh, Gus Hiddink actually brought the cake out to him, lit the candles. Gus has been quite the vaudeville surprise for me of this World Cup. He's great. <laughs> did the and DJ? Did you DJ? What's his name? Play like like a Russian a Russian techno birthday mix. Uh, or did he play something more he, appropriate to Fernando's heritage? DJ Rudenko, who's a good dude, Rudenko, play, right. played a um, a traditional Russian happy birthday song. It sounded kind of old-fashioned, actually. It was a little not in Rudenko's wheelhouse, perhaps. <laughs> cool, <laughs> but well, yeah, that, that that breaks up that that breaks up the 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 latter stages of a World Cup. Are, are present their own kinds of challenges, right? I mean, like the, the group stage, it is it is a fire hydrant, you know. Like right. like you can't and and you know I had a couple discussions uh, with Avi, our editor, about you know story ideas and whatever, and and he would he would sort of often say, yeah, I mean that's interesting, but it'll be totally irrelevant in twelve hours, <laughs> like so because like the story and the and 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 the the headlines are are just changing constantly and and now it feels like these two two or three off days it feels like a week you know and i guess it's just cuz we're conditioned to the mayhem of and 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 all the 
the, all the news and turns of events of the group stage. But like, I feel like I'm struggling, you know, like, like, like I, this is going to be, this is going to be a flimsy show people. Uh, and I'm sorry for that. No, let's be honest here. Uh, real talk. Uh, my interview guest canceled on me today. So it's just us. Not that that's a bad thing. Um, and, uh, no games happened today. No games happened yesterday. And so, you know, about the only thing news wise that happened was they had a press conference today for, France and Belgium ahead of yep. the semifinal tomorrow, which you uh, viewed. Anything interesting coming out of it? Um, yeah, I'll be at the semifinal tomorrow at the uh, Herschel Kristofsky. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be laughing about that. Is that a, a is that time. a real name? Well, <laughs> oh man, the last the last vestiges of my professionalism are really starting to slip away here. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about, man? What do you? <laughs> All right, so the station, so the stadium is Kristofsky Stadium, and of course Herschel Kristofsky is Krusty the Clown. Oh, okay. So there's like there's there's like very little <laughs> separating the two, and if I was better at Photoshop, <laughs> I would have. Um, uh, <laughs> sorry. Herschel Schmeichel Pincus Yeruchim Kristofsky, better known as Krusty the Clown. I wasn't. I I, would, I had to look up all of his middle names. Um, so anyway, I've I've while I've been sitting here in my hotel doing like the like like transcribing press conferences and whatnot, there's been a part of me that's wanted to wander off and Photoshop a picture of Krusty the Clown standing over the stadium, because then I could like just to send out the tweet. Like I've been thinking about this for days. Like, just to send out the tweet when I get to the stadium tomorrow, like, I'm here at Krustovsky Stadium, <laughs> and there's Krusty. But I'm not that good at Photoshop, so I can't do it. And I'm really kind of bummed out, and it's kind of killing it's, it's, it's killing my writing vibe. So, so anyway. <laughs> By the way, if, oh, you, if, you're in full, if you're in full screw it mode, when you're in the post-game press conference tomorrow night, and instead of asking a question about Benjamin Pavard, can you get inspected? provide in your question at the press conference <laughs> you know what this is the thing about that so like the two the, the demeanor of the two guys today Deschamps and Martinez like in a lot of ways to me reflects their teams like if I thought uh, I mean maybe Didier Deschamps behind the scenes like people say Bill Belichick behind the scenes is like super fun and awesome and like he pole dances and god knows what right but then of course like in a press conference He'll, he'll, you know, he'll just tear you to pee. He'll tear your organs out of your body. So, like, maybe Deschamps the same way. Maybe Deschamps is the life of the party. But, like, he is just a dour, like, joyless dude when he's in there. Meanwhile, Roberto Martinez is really impressive and engaging and thoughtful and open and, and, and just, like, it's just night and day with these dudes. And it's kind of the same with their teams like I, I still feel like France is holding back I still feel like France is wound tight I still feel like they they haven't sort of blossomed and opened up and shown themselves and given us everything whereas I feel like Belgium has I feel like we've seen like a, a Belgium that's that's how do I put it um God, we should rehearse man um <laughs> like they they've I don't want to say throwing caution to the wind because that's ridiculous, especially after after the way they approached Brazil um, with the four in the back. But they, they are 
they are giving everything of themselves. They are showing their cards. You know, they are laying it out. They are they are they are attacking this opportunity, attacking their opponents. Um, there is just something about them that is they they've hit their their highest gear. And I just still don't think France has. I still think like Deschamps has them just sort of like, you know, like, you know, they got like tight butts, you know. And so I, I just I just wonder to me, tomorrow's semifinal will be decided by whether or not France can finally uh, show us what they got. Okay. Either they can or they can't. And if they can, they'll, they'll, they should win the game. Um, and if they can't, if they, if, 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 if they are essentially as, as, as wound tightly as their coach and they cannot sort of change this identity, I think Belgium, um, I, you know, they can win this game. They're certainly talented enough to win this game. I'm really excited for this game. You know, I think, um, you know, I agree with what you're saying about France, but of all the pre-tournament favorites, they're the only one that's still here. They're still in it. Well, that's the other thing, right? If you can be all of those things, if you can basically just kind of like sleep, sleep, like we, we've made one World Cup quarterfinal and like those guys are legends, you know? Like, oh man, Eddie Lewis, you know? Yeah. Like, you know? And it's like France just like rolled into Russia and have kind of sleptwalked their way uh, to a World Cup semifinal. Um, other than that just incredible game against Argentina where, where there was just no, you know, Argentina wasn't going to play with any structure or sensibility. It was just going to sort of go, go for it and see what happened. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's how good France is. That, that's another sign of how good and talented they are is that even in second and third gear, they're not only in the World Cup semifinal but the best team left in the tournament. But we saw what Belgium was capable of when they – when they commit, you know, whether that was against Japan in the, in the final, uh, whatever that was, 20, 25 minutes, whether that was against Brazil and the way they solved that problem, you know, putting the four in the back, um, uh, moving, moving, um, the big guy, Lukaku, uh, mm -hmm. shading him to the right and having, uh, having De Bruyne underneath, um, as sort of a, sort of a, an, an, an attacking engineer, from the middle, that was just really, really impressive stuff, and it was fun to watch. And it was, again, it was just commitment. It was a, it was a, we were going to see everything that they had, and I just don't feel like France's has given us that. Um, and I'm repeating myself. Oh, it's okay, man. Um, so you're going to be at that game. Uh, England, Croatia is the following night here in Moscow, um, and then. We'll be right near the end of the the line here. There's going to be a third place game in St. Petersburg on Saturday. There's going to be the final on Sunday here in Moscow. I saw an interesting quote. I, I, was, I think it was Oscar Tabarez. I, I saw an interesting quote from someone because I remember. I remember was it was it um, Louis Van Hall? Someone was saying how the third place game was bullshit and they shouldn't play it and whatever. Mm. And then I maybe it was Tabarez who said something like that the quarterfinal is the worst game to lose because basic because because you have to go home. Whereas if you lose the semi, he was basically saying, I'd have to find the quote, but he was basically saying, if you lose the semi, you still get the seventh game. You still get to stay at the World Cup. You still get to represent your country one more time. You get to play for a bronze medal. He, he, he implied that there was an honor to that and that there was something worth playing for. And so that the, the reward for the semifinal is, is, is for making the semi is really two more games and then a 75% chance at, at going home with a medal. And that to me means something. Like I think third place games at gold cups are stupid and and then I'm scarred for life by covering one. And I think in any tournament other than the World Cup, but if you but to be third in the world, that I would play for that. I would want that bronze medal, even if I lost the semi. Different and, countries uh, have different approaches to the third place game. You know, I've been told that Sweden 
you know, really views that 94 for third place uh, medal that they got as like, that was awesome. Like, we love the memories we have of the third place game. Uh, Brazil clearly didn't care uh, in the third place game against Holland four years ago. Um, Gus Hiddink, uh, who's on our Fox show, World Cup Tonight, was saying that 98 was really difficult for him to motivate his players to get ready for the third place game because they thought they could win the World Cup. Uh, so you know, different countries have different approaches, yeah. I think. Or maybe you send, or maybe you give, you know, maybe the third place game is an opportunity. You know, when people were talking about how do how do Southgate and Martinez approach that that third group stage game, right, where they're both through, and do you want to win? Do you want to finish second? And sort of the 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 solution, I think, which is the right one, is you know you you put some guys on for whom this is their World Cup final, and so it's not, you know, there's not going to be a lack of effort. There's not going to be any questions about about application. Um, on the field. And so maybe that's how you handle a game like that. I don't know. I, I, I like medals and I would rather have one than not have one. So, um, that would, you know, but obviously I've, you know, not played at this level. Um, so, so I'm not going to the second semi in Moscow though, because like train tickets were impossible to get. Basically the only way for me to have gotten to the second semifinal would have been to leave the stadium tomorrow night, go straight to the train station and then basically sit on an 11-hour train to Moscow overnight. Mm. Um, and that just, yeah, it just wasn't going to happen. <laughs> yeah, so that sounds tough. I'm going to watch the, I, I, I went to both semis in South Africa. That was crazy. That was playing trains and automobiles. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I watched the second semifinal here in St. Petersburg. Not in my hotel, of course, because they don't get Russia won. <laughs> um, and, uh, I'll find somewhere else. Yeah, and then we're back. Then we're together again in Moscow. And um, yeah. Yeah. Then I'm looking we, forward we to it. We crown a world champion. Yeah. I, I, like, we're almost there. Um, always in the last week of a long tournament like this, I just try and, and keep it going. You know, you want to finish on a, on a high note. You don't want to lose your mind necessarily. Um, do we ever get, do you ever, do you ever, um, are, are, are all the tweets you get these days just hounding you for your, your opinions about Uruguay's jersey? Or do you ever get, <laughs> um, or do you ever get tweets saying uh, with podcasts like, oh, man, you and Brian should really discuss your favorite recipes? Or, or like, does anything like that ever come through? No, but people do like the podcast every once in a while, so that's nice. At least there's a few of you listening out there. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I've enjoyed that sort of interaction. Because I, I don't cook. So Twitter is not the the it's not as bad as it sometimes feels like, like there's actually some positivity every once in a while. And I, I've talked already about how great it's been to meet all these people in person for the first time covering this World Cup who yeah. I've only met through social media before. Were there any interesting cameos on in the in the TV compound today? No, because there's basically nobody there. Uh, we have our Fox show, but that World Cup tonight is the only Fox show oh, everyone on the, on the World Cup today. Yeah, so we'll see who's around tomorrow. Uh, think the Russians, you think the Russians gave Jurgen a helicopter to fly around? I would love to see that. Um, yes. You know, there's actually, I don't know if I had told you this before. So we're right next to the Kremlin at the studio in Red Square. And they've got signs up about this, if you could believe it. You are not supposed to take a cell phone picture of the helicopter flying into the Kremlin that has Putin in it. Like, and they say it like in a way, like if you do this, like basically the ground will open up and swallow you. Well, but how do you know? I mean, is it, is it, is it, 
Is it carrying a banner like the little airplanes that fly along the beach, like advertising crabs? You know, <laughs> Putin is in this helicopter. Don't like put your phone. Like, how do you know that that's the helicopter with Putin in it? I mean, if they're advertising that it has Putin in it and then saying, don't take a picture. That's kind of shitty like that. You know, I mean. Yeah, but like know, they literally kind of have signs up all over the TV compound that you literally you cannot take pictures of this helicopter coming into the Kremlin. And I, I do understand, like, I don't think there's other helicopters coming into the Kremlin that don't there's have not, him. There's not helicopter traffic? Okay. Except for, no Jer- except for Jürgen Klinsmann's helicopter, apparently. He flies a helicopter. Jürgen is flying. Maybe he's flying Putin. Um, well, so have you, seen, have you seen the helicopter and not photoed it? Oh, yeah. You actually hear it a lot. You see it. Um, so does a world cup, does a world cup volunteer come up and tell you not to take photos? <laughs> I don't a know. 19 year old, a 19 year old girl in red, in, in, in red track pants and a volunteer shirt telling you, telling you, you, you are not allowed to photograph this helicopter sternly and then threatening to take your phone. So before this devolves entirely, um, I wanted to ask you, what is your favorite goal of the tournament? Uh, so far, so far, I like, do like goals. Um, it's a tie, uh, between, um, inspector Pavard's inspection of that <laughs> absurdly spinning first time thunder blast, um, inspector and, Pavard. The, and the, uh, Belgium, uh, last gasp counterattack with insane Lukaku dummy against, uh, Japan. Those are my two favorite goals. That Belgium goal is my favorite by far, actually. Um, and I like Pavard's, I, Inspector Pavard's. I liked uh, Nacho's early on for Spain. Chadley, actually... we should give credit for the guy who actually scored the goal. It was Nasser Chadley. Yeah, Nasser Chadley. I like, but like the Lukaku part is actually my favorite part of it. Yeah, whole, yeah, just astonishing. Yeah, the whole thing. Um, do you have a favorite save? No, all saves are evil. So here, my favorite, my favorite saves save. Make me, saves me. I'm a striker, man. Saves make me sad. Um, I am going to say my favorite save was. It's, a, it's kind of a tie. Um, I, I loved Courtois' save on Neymar uh, late against Brazil. Um, Pickford had a save that was insane on Colombia's Uribe, but for the, we never got a camera angle that showed whether the ball was actually going in or not. Um, and so if it was going in, then I, that would be at the top of my list, actually. And then I had an argument from somebody saying, well, actually, on the ensuing corner kick, Columbia scored. But should that matter? No. I don't think it should matter. I mean, I mean, I guess someone who was an expert in goalkeeping maybe, maybe would have the opinion that maybe the ball was, you know, he had an option other than hitting it out for a corner. I don't know. He, he, it was insane that he even touched it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Like I don't, to to me, to me, those two things are, are unrelated. I mean, yeah. Okay, good. Um, I I guess it's funny. I don't, (laughs) I just, I don't catalog saves in my brain. That's, that's just funny. I, I would, I would have, I would have sat here for five minutes with dead air trying to come up with something. I mean, or I would have come up with something dumb, like, like I can fave in the, in the penalties or something like no, that. No, I mean, I, I think a lot of people think that was their save of the tournament, the kick save against yeah. uh, against Spain. I like the one uh, Japan's keeper uh, Kawashima had against uh, Poland, where he he. Reached... I didn't see a minute of that game, man. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, but he reached back behind him, and goal line technology came into 
play. Like he, you know, it was like four inches, three inches, um, that he saved it by. Or have you have you have you while I've been away, have you eaten any like like solid like Russian food? Have you had some? I have a. Uh, um, so uh, I met this guy named Leo on the train to Nizhny, and um, he was here in St. Petersburg. So uh, he messaged me, and we had lunch. And he's a really good dude, Barcelona yeah. fan, lives in Moscow. And he gave me um, a tube of space borscht. Huh. Yeah. So it's 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 cosmonaut, uh, it's cosmonaut space borscht um, that comes in like a toothpaste tube. That sounds and it's horrible. What, it, it's what uh, you know. You're on the mirror, right? And you've been <laughs> on the mirror for for. You know, I don't know how how long those goes like year and a half, right? And and uh, you eat space borscht from the tube, huh? And so I thought, like, this is what we're gonna do. <laughs> like, like I kind of want to sit, um, you know, maybe like for one of our last shows, you know, we 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 meet up and we sit under Saint Basil, and uh, with the, the helicopter flies over and we toast Putin uh, with with this tube of of space borscht. It sounds gross. You'll love it. Um, I actually had a couple good meals. I, I try and have one civilized meal a day. Usually it's a lunch because we're working until 3 a.m. Uh, most nights on our show. Um, but um, last night uh, I met up with uh, Gabriel Marcotti and Raphael Honigstein and Guillaume Balaguet, uh, guys I had been getting dinners with at tournaments going back to year 2004. That is an all-star crew. It was a good, very good group, um, and we went to this Russian seafood place um, that uh, Rafi had picked, and it was very good. Uh, we had a Russian dude named Vasily at the next table to us who decided he wanted to get like four rounds of vodka shots for us as a gift of welcoming by the Russian people. Did, they, did he know who you were? Or no. Or you were just like gringos? No, he had no idea who we were. I mean, okay. We explained, we really, like, you know, USA, Italy, Germany, Spain. Um, very friendly guy. I, I you know, I, I always, heading into this tournament, had kind of been on the lookout for situations of people trying to put shots, with drinks. Put yeah. vodka shots in my hand over and over again because I would prefer not to drink vodka. I'm not a big vodka guy. Uh, but this guy was really friendly, so... Um, uh, what's the best way to put it? Had fun, survived. I really, I really do enjoy vodka. Um, really? As a matter of fact, when yeah, when we did, uh, when we did the show, um, no one is listening at this point. By the way, That's which okay. I think is amazing. I think it's incredible. I love that. So well, when we did the show for Ob at Avi's wedding in the yeah. car in yeah. the dark, that's what I was drinking. Okay. Yeah. So so anyway, point is is that I I have a tube of space borscht. Um, but I have not at this point on day, whatever the hell it is, 29 uh, of being here in Russia. Yes, day 29. I have yet to touch vodka. Okay. And not by design. I, 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 no one has offered to buy me vodka. I have not had the opportunity to, to, to enjoy the vodka. It just hasn't happened, which is really quite remarkable. I would have thought by now. I would have, I would have had some. I would have stumbled into it. You would just think it's everywhere. You would think it rains Vodka and and uh, I mean I, a couple of the liquor a couple liquors yeah, I was gonna say a couple of the little grocery stores I've been eating at um, have loads of it 
I mean, like it's like half the store is is. I mean, it's real. Like they they like this stuff. It is not hard to buy alcohol here, but um, but I'm not gonna like buy a bottle of vodka and bring it back to my room. Although maybe I just should. I mean, at this point, screw it. Something to think about. I we're having lunch later in the week. I think here in Moscow. Once you get back here, if you want, I can buy you like a vodka shot. I just is it okay if okay. I don't if I don't have any? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I just care about what I get. <laughs> Yeah, I'm still going to share my borscht, my space borscht with you. Uh, I may have to think twice about that too, but um, I will. Like, I don't know, like, like, I don't know how, like, I don't know. It doesn't come with directions. So I don't know if you like, you squeeze it into your mouth. I don't know. Or do you cut the tube? Uh, we'll have to figure this out. We're going to have to get some help or maybe, I mean, Leo listens to the podcast sometimes. Okay. So if he's in Moscow, maybe he can come help us eat space borscht. <laughs> um, this will be great. I'm really excited. I'm excited. I'm as excited about this as I am the, the final. This is going to be so good. Awesome. Um, yeah. Well, let's sign off if anyone's still listening. And the games come back tomorrow. We'll have soccer to talk about tomorrow night. Yeah. A late late start here. Nine o'clock kickoff. Um, both knockout round games I've covered so far uh, have gone to penalties. Um, so I will, I guess, talk to you tomorrow at some point, like 3 a.m. or something like that. Talk to you then. All right, man. Thanks for listening to the Planet Football World Cup Daily Podcast. I'd like to thank Brian Strauss as well as everyone at Cadence 13 and Sports Illustrated who supports this podcast. Please, if you like the pod, tell your friends, subscribe, like, and review it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help the cause if you do. And I'll see you tomorrow. Do you know about the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one daily sports podcast network? Locked On has a daily podcast on every NBA and NFL team, plus a growing lineup of college and MLB teams. You get a daily bite-sized podcast giving you the latest on your team from the local experts. Lakers fans, search Locked On Lakers. Cowboys fans, search Locked On Cowboys. Just search Locked On, your favorite team, on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, or tell your smart speaker to play podcast Locked On, your favorite team. Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.